0: Welcome to Win the Day from Back to the Bible. I'm your coach, Pastor Nat, and today we're going to talk about using our words for good. Do you remember that show, Kids Say the Darndest Thing? (laughs) That show was hilarious because kids say exactly what they see or what they think. Uh, For example, I was asking my wife about my thinning spot on my head. I said, "Hun, uh, do you think this thinning spot here, do you think it's getting worse?" Well, my youngest son came over and said, "Dad, if it's bald, how can it go thinner?" <laughs> you see, he doesn't know that I'm sensitive to this part of my hair. Uh, my hair is falling out. But he called it what it is. It's bald. You see, kids say many things without much harm because they're innocent with their words. But adults, not so much. You see, as adults, our words reveal what's on our minds, but also what's in our hearts. Uh, listen to why Paul says our words matter so much in Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. In case you forgot, yesterday we read that we should live wisely amongst unbelievers. We need to capitalize on each moment. We are to be a Christian in all areas of our life. Our private life should be the same as our public life. Our behavior should be the same in front of believers and non-believers. So Paul continues by saying our words need to be consistent as well. Paul says our conversation or words need to be gracious and attractive. What Paul is saying is that our words need to be pure, truthful, full of mercy and grace. Our words should be reflective of the new nature that we have in Christ. Controlling our words, it's not natural. It takes the power of God. That's why James said, Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could control ourselves in every other way. Jesus said, What comes out of our mouths exposes our hearts. So our words need to be intentionally Spirit-driven. But not only this, our words need to be so that you will have the right response for everyone. Well, what response? What is Paul talking about? What are we responding to? It's what Peter wrote in 1 Peter 3.15. He said, instead... You must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. People are watching, and let me tell you they are listening sometimes with wrong motives, but many times as observers to see what we believe and why we believe it. So our words need to be consistent with our new nature in Christ. So here's my challenge for you today. Speak life into your world. In other words, re-season your words with grace. Chances are, because of the pandemic politics, inflation, social media, or something else, your words have run wild. James said our words can be like a flame burning everyone and everything in its path. We need the Spirit of God to reclaim our tongue, to re-season it for God's kingdom. So confess your mouth problems to God and ask Him to re-season it for good. And then... Go speak life into the people around you. Words are powerful, so let's use them to build up and not tear down.